welcome to Voices of Brophy, a podcast production of the Brophy Culture Project. I am Juan Carlos Lopez, your host for today. If this is your first time tuning into this podcast, I'll describe Voices of Brophy in one word, vulnerability. I say that because the Brophy Culture Project wants this podcast to serve as a medium for anyone on campus to be a little vulnerable with the Brophy community about anything they would like to share to make our school an even more inclusive and welcoming space. My guest today is Keyshawn West from the class of 2017, and so Keyshawn will be doing that exact same thing right now. So without further ado, Keyshawn West. So my name is Keyshawn, as he explained, and I want to let you guys know a little bit more about me that you probably don't. Well, you, you don't be just because of me, but I'm going to get into it a little bit. Um, I grew up in Glendale, of course, born and raised here, and... It's only, I can sum up three words of my, who I was or who I am. And it's like happy, smiles, and teeth. Like that's what, that's what I'm about. And you, you don't see that every day at here at Brophy just because, um, I'll explain later, but um, in middle school, I was known as this goody two shoes kid. I was a public school in Glendale, a little neighborhood kid. And my family, they were cool. My dad was from, of course, he, was, he had a past, a background of gangbanging and selling, stuff like that. And my mom, she was more of the good side, I guess, like how it is today. And um, of course, she faced a lot. She um, is known as a, what she likes to say, a statistic baby. Um, she was... Her dad left her when she was young, her mom pregnant at a young age. She was pregnant at a young age with my oldest sister. And so basically I was in this family where I didn't fit in just because I was hardworking, smart, and I was always happy and followed the rules. And so my brothers and sisters, they were like the bad ones, the ones who wanted to get into that stuff where they were gangbanging and fighting and stuff like that. So I come from somewhere that where it gets real, where I know the most dangerous parts. And so it's crazy to, for me to even be here today because looking at freshman year, I didn't even think I was going to pass the first semester. I didn't even think I was going to stay here. Being that I'm black and being that where I'm from, it was, it, for them, it was bad to go to an all-boys school. And, you know, everyone has these notions or whatever that if you go to you know, what you what happens when you go to an all-boys school or what you think might happen. Is that what that, oh, okay. What you think might happen, and so um, it was kind of hard for me to stay just because my, fa- my family and everyone was proud, but just because what I thought that other people would think of me. And I was kind of seen as the golden child, the one who's supposed to make everything better, make my mom and dad worth raising their kids. I was the one who was, you know, that kid who brings up, who brings their parents out the hood or who brings, who gets them successful. And so I, will, I wanted to do that and I'm still working on it. But the part that I wanted to really explain on is my transition to Brophy. So before I came here, um, I was happy, I am happy. Uh, I was smiling more, I hung out with everybody, but I really didn't hang out with dudes all that much just because I leaned towards more of hanging out with the girls. And so at my school, people already thought made these notions that I was gay or stuff like that. And so I, when I came here, it was more like I didn't want people to think that about me. I didn't want boy, them to think that about me just because 
that's, I just don't, we just don't believe in that, but at the same time, like not judge anybody who's like that. So me being like that, I went in here thinking like, you know, I'm gonna make friends, I'm gonna be cool, but not as much, lean off a little bit. And so I went, I started in the AMC, um, which was a fun group. Um, shout out to Mr. Taylor. Uh, he's actually the um, reason why I found Howard University, which is probably I want to go to. But um, continuing on about that, freshman year was like so good. I didn't even think I was going to pass or get an award or anything. And so um, my mom, my dad, family were so proud of me, but I did struggle throughout that year. Um, it was a lot of things going on. Like um, the summer before um, freshman year started, I was in summer school. Um, my dad um, went to prison and uh, I don't, I only told one person that, which is Mrs. Woodbin, and I barely told her like last year, just because I didn't want to, I didn't want people to feel sorry for me, which is why I didn't really, which is why I had second thoughts about doing this, is because I didn't want people to feel sorry for me or feel like, um, feel sad for me. I just don't like um, people doing that just because of who I am. I wanted to show them that I can work just as hard as any other kid here, being that I'm black and being, I'm, being that I'm from a low-income area, and I'm from a low-income family, and um, it really hit us hard when my mom, being now she's like sort of a single mom, and it was hard, so we had to move to like a smaller space from our house just because she couldn't, she only, we only depended on one income now, and so it teaches you a lot about getting along with your family and stuff, and like if you know me, it, you know like I'm 100% straight up a mama's boy. Like, I would do anything for my mom. I love my dad, but I'm just more of a mama's boy. And so um, coming into Brophy, it was cool. And then after freshman year, everything got settled. It was cool. And then sophomore year came, and that was like a bit of a struggle too. Um, I had three relatives die that year. Um, my cousin, due to, he was in gangbanging stuff, he died. Um, my grandpa on my mom's side and my dad's side, um, they died. So it was kind of hard, but I didn't really show anyone that. And so I wanted, I don't really, I'm not the type to go up to people or tell anyone what I'm going through. I'm the type to, you know, get through it and handle it, which I see now is like a bad, not bad thing, but it's like a tough thing to do. And so my mom, she was always pressuring me to make friends and stuff like that. and. She thought I was depressed and stuff, and none of that was true. It was just, I just didn't want to tell anybody. I didn't want to open up to anybody who I really didn't know. And so a lot of times, I know you guys see me walking around here with a straight face or with my Kanye face or something like that. But um, it's just because I have a lot going on, and it's stuff like that you probably wouldn't even think I'm going through. But that's why I always say never judge a book by its cover. And it would. It would be like so cool to be cool, to be friends with like a lot of people here, but I just choose not to. And so I just, now I'm trying to break out of my shell and trying to be more open, which is so hard, but at the same time, it's like, you gotta do it. And I didn't want people, I don't want people to remember me as this person, Keyshawn, the one who never spoke or the one nobody really didn't know. And so sophomore year was kind of cool. It was fun. Um, we went, of course, we went through stuff at home where 
So my average day is you wake, I wake up at 6 a.m., get on the bus, I go to, go to school, and at the same time worry about like my brothers and sisters, and then, because my brother, he's 15, um, and he's also into that gangbanging life, and he wants to do it so bad, just because that's where my dad passes from, but my dad is, he wants us to change from that, and he doesn't want any of us to be like that, and he's trying to change from it himself, and so I really faced a lot, even, even with our relationship, me and my dad, it was just because we didn't have a lot to relate to. I'm this goofy, funny nerd kid, and he's this hardcore dude who was brought up through rough times. So he was always, which I just found out, he was always nervous to talk to me just because he didn't think that I wanted to talk to him because we, we didn't have nothing in common. But it was actually, I thought he didn't want to talk to me, so that got squared away with my dad. Um, we visited him in prison and stuff, so... That was cool, and then um, junior year came. That was my toughest year because I lost another um, family member, which was sad, and um, I lost two more friends, well, friends of my family that we knew due to domestic violence and stuff like that, and so it was just crazy, and most importantly, I want to talk about who I am um, this, like, if you have me on Snapchat, which I know, like, two people do or something that go here, but, um, on Snapchat, I'm, like, when I'm not at school, I'm so, like, carefree and stuff like that, and I think it's just me being at the school, I'm so focused and so, like, into my work that I don't really talk to anybody, because to me, this is, like, this is my, like, golden slip to, to my career and stuff, so I'm not looking at it as, high school is a fun time. I'm looking at it as this is what's going to make me. This is what's going to help me bring my family being successful. And so that's why I walk around here with like a straight face or anything like that. I don't really, um, I don't really go out of my way to talk to anybody, um, which is kind of sad to me. And, um, I thank all the people who have tried to come out their way to talk to me and everything like that, um, especially BSU, um, this group, Brophy Culture Project, Brophy Voices Project, and for trying to get me to get out my shell and definitely Mrs. Woodbin. Um, she's helped me, and I want to thank all the teachers here who've, um, t who've taught me, who've um, guided me, who've helped me along the way. And it's not, it wasn't just about me, it was more deeper than that. It was more about what, what did I want to do? And so my mom kept pressuring me to talk to people, have friends, and do all that stuff. But what I wanted to do, I kept telling, I wanted to tell her, I, I'm so focused right now, it's not even, it's like, it wasn't even funny. But now I'm looking at it like, I want to have fun. Of course, every teenager wants to have fun in high school. And so now in senior year, I'm trying to change all that and trying to get rid of all the negative things you've probably heard or anything like that. But mostly, mostly I'm about having fun, working hard, and doing my best to succeed. And so that's it. That's what I'm about.
Uh, first of all, thank you so much, Keyshawn, for what you just shared. Um, I myself didn't, wasn't even aware that you uh, that you liked to smile and you had a crazy Snapchat story in life. <laughs> I, I might have to add you in a few seconds. But, um, man, just h- how do you do it? Like, how how do you, like, get up every morning, you know, when, with so much, like, tragedy going on? Like, how do you have so much drive? Like, where where does that all stem from? Because, you know, I'm, I'm just... I'm amazed you're sitting with you, man. Like, I, I could not picture a more, like, tough, like, you know, upbringing. Like, and I don't wish that on anybody. And the fact that you're such a driven, motivated, hard worker, like, that's impressive, man. So, so that's, like, my question to you. Like, how, how the heck do you do it? Um, it's, oh, my God, it's only one person who makes me do it and who pushes me to do it, which is my mom. And that's why I love her so much, like, to death, because... Even though she was like kicked out of her, she kicked out of her mom's house. She was because she was pregnant at a young age. Um, had four kids with with my dad, but at the same time she was struggling. And now she's worked so hard. She's a manager um, for Arizona Healthcare now, and she has she's graduated from college because she had dropped. She got kicked out of school too, and now she's back. And then she's just doing so well now, and she's motivated me to do that and so I guess it's like it's just amazing to see her and every day every day I tell myself like you have to remember what your ancestors went through and you I tell myself this quote it's like you are the hope and the dream of the slave I tell my dad just to motivate me to be grateful and to to get through what I have to get through just to be successful because you have to remember so many people who want to be in my position which I took which at first I took for granted, like, I, don't, I, thought, I thought to myself, I didn't belong to Brophy, I didn't belong here, I don't, no one really, like, I, th- I didn't think no one really cared for me to go out of their way to talk to me. Um, I thought people didn't really want to be around me, but that's when I told myself, you don't judge anybody by what you think, you go off what they do. And so nobody's done anything bad to me yet, nobody has called me anything. Everyone's been so friendly and so cool, so I would just have to say my mom just pushes me to keep going. Another quick question. Um, you said you had siblings and you have a few younger ones, so how do you think uh, your your passion and just drive for education, how do you think that, does that in any form or way influence any of your siblings or have you tried uh, in any instance to motivate them to, you know, follow in your footsteps instead of following in your father's footsteps? That's crazy just um, because my little sister, um, back in my middle school, I was the spelling bee champion um, in the district. And so now my little sister, she's, um, they have a spelling bee contest at her school. And so she's like, Kishan, I need your help. Um, help me and go through this and stuff like that. So that's cool. But um, I do do my best to at least encourage them or keep telling them what I what I do because they my brother my younger brother and my, I have a twin sister uh, she they go to Independence which is the school I wanted to go to so that's where I looked at I looked at it at my mom like why like why would why would you want me to go to Brophy where I know nobody to where if I go to Independence I know like everybody and that would have been so fun so a lot of times I thought to myself why. Why did I say, why did I not go where, why? It seems like she didn't want me to be happy, and that was just me being in my chest and all that. 
But um, I now see that she wanted me to, she wanted me to go through that to go out of my like comfort zone, and so that's what I try to tell my brothers and sisters to go out of their comfort zone and to just to just be happy and to have fun in high school because I don't want them to end up like to be like me and just not have fun and not talk to anybody because that's like that's a bad thing and I I know that um, but. My little sister and my younger brother, they're definitely follow, trying to follow my footsteps. They're trying to um, get good grades. They're trying to do good, do good, because they're actually good in sports. So that's where I was kind of like, why are they good in sports and I'm not? But um, uh, it's actually cool, it's because they motivate me to do good in sports and I motivate them to do good in their school. So it's like a win-win for both of us. Uh, for you gotta give yourself some credit, Keisha. Like for a guy that you say doesn't talk to anybody, you've been sitting here with me talking to me for like 15 minutes, man. So <laughs> I, I just like to make that note real quick. And just a, a final question to sort of like wrap it up, wrap it up, and like a hopeful on a hopeful note that like you said you wanted to go to Howard University. So what aspirations and you know goals do you have for Howard University, and like why why that institution? Um, I chose Howard because um, we were actually doing, in AMC, we were doing a project for research on colleges, and um, I think we chose Howard University, or Mr. Taylor gave it to us, me and Sean, um, he was my classmate, and so we researched it, and I found out it was um, in HBCU, which is an historically black college or university, um, and so I looked it up, we did all this research, they have like so many groups, they have so many um, clubs there, they have great education, also Nick Cannon goes there, um, but um, it was cool, and I seen the alumni who graduated, and I wanted to, they come, they come from the same background as me, low income, struggled, um, single mom, and so I wanted to be like them, I wanted to um, do what they did, which is, they made, they turned their struggle into their into their strength, they used that as their strength to because they were they were able to handle that because they've been through worse things. So all that was easy to them. So I really looked at Howard as a goal for me to go there. To I wanted to I want to be a doctor and a lawyer, um, just because um, you know when you're growing up, especially being a black kid and young and in low income family and where you're like tired of struggling, you know your mom and dad, if they see like you're the goofy kid or the, the nerd kid, they often tell you, and especially in black families, they tell you, um, you, they want you to be a lawyer, a doctor, or go somewhere high or something like that. And then whereas my brother, they want him to be like a basketball player because he's good in sports and stuff. So which I say is like, you know, both of us can be anything we want, but at the same time I chose to, I want to be a doctor and a lawyer and I want to travel the world. Uh, if that was free, I really, if traveling the world was free, I would like really be doing it right now. Uh, but so far, um, Howard University is definitely my goal. Oh, man, thank you so much, Keyshawn, for taking the time to, you know, sh give us an insight into your, you know, your inner persona and who you are. And because I, I know myself, I wasn't aware of all these things that I, I didn't know you were such a like happy and like outgoing like you know <laughs> when you're in your you know your arena when you're yeah. in an area you're comfortable with you mm -hmm. you can be very very you know a good energy to vibe off of mm -hmm. so
I just like to thank you so much for you know being brave and vulnerable and you know expressing so much of your you know things that you hold inside that you don't really show off to the community, the Brophy community, which I think is is very very impactful. Like I I was blown away by all the things that you said, and I just hope that everything goes well for you from here on out. That you know your senior year continues on the on the path of success that it's going on and I hope everything goes well with Howard University mm-hmm. and back home and I hope that Keyshawn West's story has inspired some other students on campus. The Brophy Culture Project hopes this podcast piqued many student minds because we can only do so much without the personal narratives from our fellow Broncos. So my hope is, Broncos, that we follow our Open to Growth grad at grad and share a part of us that we feel our community should know whether that be your personal thoughts on the education system or global warming or the latest rap album or how your life is back home. Just taking the time to share will only benefit our community and make us a more aware campus. Thank you for listening to Voices of Brophy. You will hear from us soon. Juancho out.